This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your man, it's Corey Dove C. Richardson here in the place to be with another episode of Journey of the Pimpinaires. Hope everyone ain't having a fantastic, blessed, and not stressed kind of day, man. Let's start the week off right. How are you all doing? We are on our way to a nice three-day long weekend. A lot of you guys are going to get out of town, go skedaddle, go chill with the family, maybe go camping, go hit up some amusement parks, do something fun, man. That's what it's all about. Go make life experiences. Or if you're going to sit in the house and y'all going to chill and watch a little bit of Netflix, get caught up on your shows and do whatever you got to do to feel good about yourself. Time to relax and just take take your mind off of work, take your mind off of everything that you've been going through. And some of you guys will unfortunately still have to work, but if you do get some off time, in the meantime, enjoy the time. But nonetheless, neither here nor there, this week's episode of Journey of the Pimpinaires, where we are all about going out and spreading the love and sharing the worth and letting everybody know that they are a beautiful person. But this week, We're going to talk about a little bit of my summer. I never really got to dip into it, but I had some really cool life experiences um, over this past summer break. For those who do know and for those who don't, we're going to reiterate what what happened this summer. I ended up having to sell Mikasa in Florida so I could get the kids and everything else. Had some unfortunate events happening and one thing after another. So it led to me having to sell the home and, you know, it was really... It was a blessing, to be honest, because it got me out of my safe place. It made me go out and do more things than what we would normally done if we stayed in Florida, which would have been going to the beach a lot and, you know, figuring out little things here and there. But it was really cool to see and uh, to experience a lot of the things that we got to experience because alone coming with selling the house, I made a little bit of a profit, so I was able to go and just... Um, take the family and go to different places, go see different things, get different experiences that we normally wouldn't do. And one of those experiences, man, was uh, going camping. So I just surprised the kids. We were just on the road. And then I was like, man, you know, we got food in the car. We got some water. We got some drinks. And I saw a campsite in Missouri. Uh, I can't remember the exact campsite, but it was gorgeous. It was beautiful there. And we just pulled off in there. Boom. It was like right next to a, a river. And it was dope. And then the kids were so like, we get out the car, and the kids are like, what in the world? What is this? You know, like, they don't get to go outdoors much. I mean, Aaliyah does, but uh, my other three, they don't get to experience much of the outdoors life. So I was like, man, just go bonkers. Go crazy. Go bananas. Do what you want to do. Like, we're out here in the open. Yell as loud as you want to yell. Be as free as you want to be. And just do you. Man, I'm telling you, when those kids took their clothes off, put on their swimsuits, was jumping all in the river, um, start throwing rocks, screaming, yelling. Deer were popping up at, at the riverbed, and they got to see deer. They got to experience all these different things, man. It just felt phenomenal, you know, because me growing up as a kid, I never really got to experience that unless I went to this thing. Uh, we had a summer camp. It was an all-boys summer camp that we used to have, and it's called Kiwanis Camp. And, uh, I mean, Kiwanis Camp, it was cool and all, but even then, I was still sort of in, like, my dorky stage. So I used to, like... I used to like going places, but then at the same time, I was like over there playing checkers or something that competing with people in like chess or checkers. I didn't play too much chess then, but checkers for sure. And uh, it's so, man, like 
not to brag or anything, but like those three years I went to Kiwanis camp, I won the Checkers Champions all three years. Oh, anyways, actually one year it was I finished second. I started to, I started to cheat and beat this dude, but anyways, he still beat me. Oh, cheaters never win, right? <laughs> but being able to start, you know, revamping myself and finding out who I really want to be and what I really want to do is it's been a huge blessing. And you know, just that little experience of taking my kids actually like camping and sleeping underneath the stars. Uh so I bought a I purchased a van, a little minivan, um, over the summer and it was pretty much like an R V for us. Cause I wanted an R V but RVs are like outrageously expensive. So I purchased this minivan and I mean it was perfect for what we needed. It has like a little um auxiliary ports and everything else so we had a little blow up mattress so we blew the mattress up while we were out there and uh the kids slept in the back of the van we got the we had the doors open and you know and just getting experienced life you know being outdoors we made a campfire i've never made a campfire like that before and uh we gathered wood up and uh had to get like different things to actually start the fire it was cool man like being able to actually experience doing those kind of things the only thing that sucks I didn't have a fishing rod on me. I would have been out there fishing, but I did have my cigar, and I felt good smoking that bad boy out there in the opium. Kids was chilling. They had a fantastic time. The dogs were out there going crazy, and it just, it was something about that moment that really just brightened up my, like, my heart as a dad, you know, like, it was, like, just seeing how happy the kids were with no television, no video games, no electronics, no nothing. Just us being out there, living the moment, was just like, it was phenomenal. It was a blessing, man. God really blessed me with that experience. And so much I wanted to do it again, but uh, we didn't go camping anymore because we actually were hitting up like cities. And let me tell you guys, let me tell you something. Do not do that BS with little kids. Like cities, like visiting all these big cities and things are extremely pointless it's just a big waste of money because all you're doing is spinning 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 and then these kids don't even really want to see like what the city looks like so like one of the places we went was uh chicago and i kid you guys not as soon as we step foot in chicago i look up and there's this overpass and i see these two dudes on top of the overpass fighting like really legit fist fighting and i didn't know how to get up there but i was like what the world not moving to chicago man they angry up there but nonetheless you know like kids don't care about all that stuff like we care about like oh i want to go experience this big city and go see like the football stadium and go taste the food and stuff and my kids were like um no <laughs> like with daddy let's go back out camping let's go do something fun which we did experience a lot and had a lot of fun um they got to experience deep dish pizza while we were in chicago which i had someone so shout out to all the chicago listeners out there hit me up man let me know something because there was someone that i was speaking with that was from the chicago area because i was trying to get some insight i was like what's the good pizza places to get eat you know the hole in the wall spots whatever and he was like don't get deep dish that's not chicago and pizza Chicago pizza is actually thin and um, thin crust. And I was like, what? I've never heard that. I've always heard Chicago being associated with deep dish. So, you know, I'm like, all right, well, he's from Chicago. He must know what he's talking about. So I go to the restaurant and I ask lady. I'm like, yo, I was talking to this guy. He told me that Chicago's pizza is actually thin dish. and it ain't, it ain't, It's not deep dish. And she was like, what? 
<laughs> like I got this like crazy bonkers look out of her, and then I was like, all right, well, cool. We're gonna take a deep ditch here, and we gonna get these the, the experience. And man, the kid's face lit up when like you were taking a deep dish. If you ain't been to Chicago and ate the deep dish pizza there, man, totally worth the experience. It takes them like thirty minutes to make it, and uh, that's the restaurant we went to. Jim, I can't think of the name of it, but. It was worth it, man, because then you pull up the pizza, and, like, you literally see, like, the pizza, the cheese coming up with the pizza, and, you know, you get to put it on the plate, and it's just like, uh, and everything's so good, man. It's like everything goes together so perfectly. It's like a harmony in your mouth. Ah! So, that was totally worth it, but nonetheless, guys, and, like... It was it was a true blessing, man. We uh we spent a lot more than what I wanted to spend for sure, but it was worth it, you know. Cause at the end of the day, I was thinking of it as I had to sell the house. The kids lost their rooms, you know, their own private areas, and you know they weren't able to experience their toys and everything else. So the least I can do is give them experiences throughout summer. And um, it didn't come with all good either, you know. We had our bads. Um, I know a lot of you are aware. Of one of the situations that happened, I took a dog in. His name was Roscoe. Before I went to go get the kids, and um, cause his owner died, and I felt bad cause no one was gonna take him in, so they were gonna put him in the dog pound. And I was like, no, nah, I don't do that. I'll take Roscoe and uh, and welcome him into the family. So everything started off kosher, but then Roscoe started showing a little bit of agitation, especially when the kids showed up. Um, one of the situations that happened was Corey, the baby girl, my baby twin. She uh she jumped on Roscoe's back and Roscoe being the older dog that he was, he's an eight year old dog, and you could tell he sort of came from a hostile environment. But nonetheless, so she jumped on his back and uh like he reached back and sort of like snapped and got her lip a little bit. And I mean he didn't really attack her, he just sort of snapped back and it was just that aggression alone that sort of had me worried the entire time. But then it got really bad because uh, so after that I took Corey to the hospital, everything was good. They said it wasn't even that bad of a bite. And so we gave Roscoe another chance, but then um, <laughs> the storm. Uh, we were on our way to Dallas, Texas, and we had Roscoe in the back seat. Uh, he's been he was back there riding with Aaliyah and Braden. And next thing I know, man, I like her. Rah, 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 rah. And this dude Roscoe was like trying to gnaw off Braden's face, man. I have never felt so much anger, and like I could have like threw the dog around the world, but fortunately I calmed down, controlled it. And uh, he got him out of the car and left him. And uh, we uh, had to take Brandon to the hospital, and he had to get stitches. And, man, let me give you guys, man, look, listen, huge shout-out to my boy Brandon. He is a true warrior, man. He took it like a champ. I know it sucked, you know, how to get all those stitches and everything else in his eye, but he really did take it. We had a scary moment while he was getting the stitches because he started waking up while they were doing the stitches. And, oh, my gosh, like, this dude was, like, bawling, like, having a, it. And I was like, oh, man, I felt terrible because I'm like, I'm not leaving you, bro. I'm going to sit here and hold your hand, I, you know, because you my little dude. I feel bad already that, you know, that the situation happened with Roscoe. And um, but, yeah, like I said, it wasn't all good. We did have our we literally blood, sweat, tears, smiles, happiness, all that. We had all those emotions over the summer. And, man, it was just it, it, been, it all came together to be a huge blessing. Um. I got to rekindle uh, the relationship with my my biological dad a little bit. You know, him and I have never saw eye to eye. We never seen eye to eye. You know, uh, he has his values and I have mine. And um, but just have being able to talk to him, and uh, I 
started like having a spiritual awakening over the summer and you know this it was happening before but then like i started learning like all right not everybody's made in the same light not everybody's made in the same mindset so you have to see people for who they really are and that was something that i was able to do over the summer was to see my father and my biological dad in the the light that he is on who he is and hold his values now do i agree with 90% 90% of the stuff he's saying, man, I don't agree with hardly any of the stuff that he believes, but at the same time, I respected him, and I really appreciated his honesty, because, you know, it was a lot of darkness around our entire situation, and we can have a full podcast about that on another time, but like I said, guys, man, it was it was an extreme blessing. I, I know right now we live in a society that's all about work, 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 and gotta make money to pay the bills, but if you get a chance to just step away and say, you know what, forget it. I'm getting off the wire. I'm not worried about a job. I'm going to go out and I'm just going to go see places, go do things and experience things with my family or just by yourself. Man, it, it is worth it. It is worth the journey, man, that you go through because you start learning stuff about yourself. You know, like on the road, you know, I started realizing like I used to hate road trips when I was little. But then being on the road so much, I was like, man, this isn't bad. I was getting my mind off of stuff. Getting to just sit there and listen to podcasts, sitting there listening to kids. We were singing all types of songs. Shout out to my girls. They fell in love with that Baby Boo song, I'm Talking to You. Hey, yeah, we played that song about a billion times. Then uh, Braden with his uh, What Up Danger song from Spider-Man, Miles Morales. It was it was an experience, man. We were groovy, man. We um, got to stay in all these different places. One of the most beautiful places that we went to, though, hands down, is North Carolina. I've... So I have, uh, you guys know my, my man, one of my best friends from the Air Force, Chris Love, stays out in North Carolina. So he's been wanting me to come out there and see it for a while. And uh, so I was like, man, we're on this road trip, so let's go out there. Let's go see it. And kids, obviously, they were down. And um, so there's a water park that if you're coming from, if you're coming even from Arkansas, you got to go through Tennessee. And uh, I think it's in, ah, sorry, guys. It's close to Dolly Parton's. Uh, theme park, but there's a water park located out there in uh, Tennessee, man, and we stopped there. That was another surprise that I pulled up on the kids. Like we, I saw the sign and it was like water park, and I was like, man, we've been on the road for most of the day today because we were heading to North Carolina, and it was about an eight-hour trip. And I was like, man, bump that, let's do this. So I pull off, and then the kids see the water park, and they're like, oh man, look at the water park. We're not gonna go there though. Oh man, I want to go to the water park. Man, you should have saw their faces when I pulled into the parking lot. They lit up like Christmas trees. They're like, oh, we're really going. I'm like, let's go, turn. Ah. So, man, we just, like, I'm talking about I'm changing the girls in the backseat of the van because it was so sporadic, man. But it was so dope, man. Like, they, their faces, they loved it, man. So, we went out there. We had an amazing time. Uh, shout out to my Corridori, Coco Bear, because she's one that she's the more timid of the Fantastic Four. So, when it comes again on like big water slides and stuff, she she was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But then I finally got to talk her into getting on this water slide. And it was her first one and she had a blast. Really what happened was the water slide was uh it was rainbow colored. So she was like, Oh, rainbow slide. And then she got on. Then you got Callie. Callie's down for whatever. She got mad because so the first time we went on that slide, the the twins are like right there at that point where they're just like barely tall enough but they're still not really tall enough so the guy let us get on the slide one time and uh so Corey ain't got to do that but Callie was like I want to do all the slides like what are we doing I don't want to do this baby stuff 
I want to go. And if you guys know Cali, Cali's my leader out of the uh, Fantastic Four. And I tell I tell them that all the time. She she's the beast, man. She's ready to go. Give me something new. Let's go out and explore and let's go after it. But um, it was just cool, man, seeing Corey get through that. And then she was all excited because I told her another. I sort of baited her in as well. I was like, well, if you go down this water slide, I'll give you some ice cream. Ice cream and it's a rainbow slide. I'm in there. So she was all excited after we got out the slide. She's like, I did it. I did it. Can I get ice cream? And I was like, oh, yeah, you get a little ice cream. Let's go. But, um, yeah, back to North Carolina, guys. It was, man, it's, it's gorgeous out there. If you haven't been to North Carolina, especially if you still live in Arkansas, you need to go visit North Carolina because it was weird. So we went to uh, Charlotte, and that's where he's located. And um, just that entire area, man, it's just it's just so, like, it's real. It's, like, quaint. It's, like, a perfect mix of city and country. Because the city of Charlotte is, I mean, it's obviously a city. But, like, not even, like, 10 to 15 minutes outside of that, you're, like, in the country. Like, you know, you got country folks walking around, speaking that country lingo and everything else. And you're like, man, this is chill. This, is, this isn't this is bad at all. So, um, and then you got mountains. Coming from Tennessee, you got the uh, Smoky Mountains. You know, and that's about like an hour away from Charlotte, if that. And um, man, it was just beautiful, man. Tennessee is beautiful. North Carolina is beautiful. And another place that really shocked me was Indianapolis. Uh, shout out to anybody who lives in Indianapolis. I know the people there, they're like, man, I was boring here. But I, for some reason, that, that, that city just sort of made me fall in love with it. Because it's just so chill. It's so quaint. It's just it's quiet, but it's still a city. But then it's like not a lot of traffic. It's, it's weird. But, um... Yes, guys, if you get a chance to ever go visit Indianapolis, you got kids, go take them to the uh, science, the kids' science museum there. It was a blast, a freaking blast. The kids got wore out. Um, there's a section, and we didn't know that this section was there. And it's like on the, I want to say the second or third floor. And um, it's all Barbie. It's all Barbie. Let me remind you guys, I got three girls, and it's Brady and I. We're outnumbered. And that whole section was Barbie. When I tell you we sat, we sat in that one section for about, like, it felt like an infinity and beyond. But it was just, like, infinity and beyond. Like, we sat there in that one section going from this Barbie toy to that Barbie toy. And they actually had some really cool things in there. Like, um, they had a, because each Barbie had, each little Barbie had its own section to represent what that Barbie stood for. For instance, like, Dr. Barbie, they had a little doctor section. And then, uh computer science uh they had a computer science barbie and an engineering barbie and a, uh a robotic barbie and Callie. so if you if you if you guys know me you guys know i love my battle bots and i love my robots uh, I, I i i love it i've always built robots since i was in like sixth grade and i want to get back into it but it was just cool to see that Callie has taken a liking to the same thing. She like was in love with the robot and the programming side of it because you had to put different little labels in the different slots and then that would make the robot do different things. And it's basically showing them how to program the robot. And she was she sat there for so long just trying to figure out different ways to get the uh, robot to lift his foot up or get the robot to lift his hand up. And it was just like, man... You know, seeing that as a dad, you're like, oh, yes, my little geek, my little dork. And then, like, it just it was a proud moment. So, like I said, guys, this cast was all about just telling you guys to go out there and experience life. Don't get bogged down in this this day-to-day grind that everybody wants us to be in and working these long hours and not being able to spend time with your family and seeing, seeing them for the beauty that they really are. Go out there and experience life. Get out there. Take the chance. 
take the sacrifice. So what? You ain't going to be able to buy the new Jordans or buy the new PlayStation for your kids. Bump that. Get these experiences in. Take some pictures and send them to me because I want to see them, man. Because that's what life's really about. And I sort of started waking up to that through this process. So say thank you enough to God, man, for giving me that blessing and allowing me to uh, have this experience with my kids, you know, through the good, bad, and the ugly, and the beautiful. We we, we had a fantastic time. Um, oh, one last thing I want to, and before I close out, we actually had a coming to Jesus meeting uh, moment because I, uh, I wanted... I just been testing myself because I want to I want to make sure that I am really built for or the the future of what I'm trying to do and where I want to go with my career and my life goals. So I test myself and I had to trust Jesus in this one. And Jesus had us. My guardian angels were were heavily involved in this one. We went to Harrison, Arkansas, and we stayed there for I want to say it was like four days, three or four days in Harrison, Arkansas. So if you guys don't know. Harrison, Arkansas is headquarters to the KKK. Like, the clans is still strong up there. Like, legit. Like, the head clansman is still, he lives up there and everything. So, to say that we were an outlier, we were definitely an outlier. And, um, I just, I, I gotta test this. I, I wanna make sure I'm not afraid to do this. And I wanna make sure I keep my family safe in this situation. So, we rented a house on Verbal. If you guys don't know what Verbal is, it's a, it's a rental property. Uh, where you can rent property and stay in the house instead of getting a hotel room. So I stayed, we rented this house, and uh, it was right next to a lake, man. We ended up going fishing. We ended up going swimming in the lake. Um, we went to the stores, and <laughs> I went to the stores. I didn't take them uh, in, but I ended up going to a few stores. And, um, you know, it was it really wasn't that bad. You know, like some people, they, they, they try to act like I wasn't there, like they didn't see me. But you guys, if you guys know me, I'm going to say what's up to everybody. I'm going to say hello. And um, then you had the other people that was, like, super friendly. Like, one lady, she was like, oh, man, come back to the store again and see us before you go. And I was like, all right. But uh, so, yeah, man, it was it was all vibes, man. It was it was fun. So we all got to push ourselves in different uh, different avenues. Brayden and Aaliyah, the bonding that they did, they you could tell they missed each other so much, man. Like, they kicked it the entire time from uh, – I taught them how to play Pokemon, the card game. They were playing Pokemon, the card game. Um, and then, uh, Brady ended up losing his Nintendo switch and it, it didn't even, it really didn't impact anybody. It didn't affect him at all because then Aaliyah put her switch down and they really just started kicking it. Cause it, so in the van, I had DVDs playing and everything else, but they were like kicking it. So, Oh, something else. We sung this SpongeBob goofy goober song a billion times. Like I already loved that song as it was. And then add in that my kids we were watching the movie and that like they would want me to go just to that part just so they'd be like daddy your song your song and we would turn it up full blast and just be screaming at the top of our lungs i'm a goofy goober and we were chilling man we were straight kicking it man and that's what that's what it's all about man i've always wanted those family experiences and those family moments growing up you know i had little bits of pieces of it little taste of it but not to the extent that i wanted and I told myself, as a father, I'm going to make sure that my kids get those experiences. And this was easily one of the hands down, one of my best and greatest moments or summers I've ever had with my kids. Um, the, I, I, couldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. All the hugs, the kisses, the I love yous, the I'm upset with you, or the, you know, the bickering. I didn't care, man. We were good. We were golden. And guess what else, guys? I didn't smoke not one bit of weed all summer. None. Uh-uh. Now, I had a couple of drinks, but that was just to chill and relax. But I didn't smoke no weed. We was straight. We were cool. So, um, yeah, 
anything else that oh uh so the kids Cal and Corey actually did beat their first video game uh that was another accomplishment that I was super excited about they beat Paw Patrol um for parents out there that want to and their kids like the game Cal and Corey's four and uh they they were able to beat that game by themselves it was boring to watch I ain't gonna lie that's how easy it was but regardless they were super excited after they beat it they're like we did it they started dancing and everything and um Found out that Corey is really, uh, she has her first crust. Her first crust is definitely Usher. And there goes my baby. Uh, man, yeah. Uh, Aaliyah K grew into the, the adult big sister. She's always been that. But, you know, she was just teaching Brayden so much. You know, she was helping him build his confidence back up. Um, Brayden has been, sort of gotten to the shell of being shy. And uh, it's, it's just, it was a complete 180 of what Brayden was originally. And not blaming anyone or anything, but um, it was up to us, Ali and I, to sort of break him out that shell. Like, he didn't want to go talk to other kids and make friends. He sort of was timid when it was coming out time to talk to other kids. And he just started breaking out his shell. Ali was, like, forcing him, like, hey, you see my brother right there? He wants to be your friend. Go go chase him and stuff. Like, Ali was like, uh-uh. Nah, Brady. And uh, in the same sense, he, uh, he changed her as well, man, you know. Um, in a lot of ways, because she just needed somebody outside of me, because, you know, it's just been her and I, for the most part, that she could just be herself around and just be open with, and he allowed her to be that, you know, like, they were out there playing, we would play Power Rangers, um, we caught up on Demon Slayer, we love the Demon Slayer, uh, anime, and so we would be outside playing Demon Slayer, like, <laughs> water breathing, third form, and I'm outside in my mama's front yard, you know, it's sort of like the hood over here. And uh, people were just like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> we didn't care. We was chilling. Um, but, yeah, man. So it was it was a big blessing, guys. So we're going to wrap the podcast up. Man, this is how I know I had a fantastic summer. It's been 25 minutes. But um, go out there, guys. Take the sacrifice. Forget all the material things and the the daily grind. And just go out there and enjoy life. Experience it. Be, be a family. Be loving. Let's get these families back up and going, man. And, uh bring everything together that's what it's all about so with that being said i am your host Corey c richardson here in the place to be this has been another episode of journey of the pimpinaires always 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 spread love go out there and help somebody be better go out there and help somebody's light shine i love you guys you need anything from me don't be afraid to reach out you need somebody to speak to you you struggling mentally you feel like you can't make it you feeling like you're not enough please download the my buddy love app I will be there. I will answer the phone myself to talk to you, to tell you to stop that BS thinking. You are this bee's knees. We all have a purpose in this world, guys. I promise you. All you got to do is give it time and let yourself shine. Give it time. Let yourself shine. Other than that, we are out. Peace. This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out.